Duma daf hey six lines from the bottom of daf dalad on the base. As we have learned in our Mishnah, Shivas Yom Kainimam Kapur Makrishin Kain Gadol on base. The Lishkas Parhedrin, and we had a similar din that applies to the Kain Haserif Sapara, and we had a Machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Rishlakish as to the Makar to do Afrasha both by the Kain Gadol. Erev Yom Kippur, seven days before Yom Kippur, as well as for the Kayin that served as a parah, seven days before he does the Avedah with the Paraduma. Rabbi Eichel learned that this didn't come from the Shivas Yimei Mluim, either from the word, the Zeus Yavit Aaron al Kaidish, or from the Pasuk that says, Kasha Asa B'yemazah, Siva Hashem Lassiz L'chapar Aleichem, where we see Aaron needed a fresher for seven days before the Chinuk Ishkan, and Rish Lakish learned from Har Sinai, where we see that Moshe Rabbeinu needed to do Prisha prior to going into the Mach Nishchina after Kabbalah Satayah. Now Rish Lakish if you are correct that we learned the din of Prisha from Muliam, then just like Prisha was Ma'akad by the Shivas Yimei Muliam, the same should apply also before Yom Kippur. And Prisha before Yom Kippur should be Ma'akad. Now, the fact that Amishnah says a Lashin Amafrishin when discussing the Kayin Gadol, but then says that just in case the Kayin Gadol becomes possible before Yom Kippur, we are Maskinin like Kayin Achad, we separate for him another Kayin in his place, and we use Lashin Amaskinin and not Mafrishin. So we see that Prisha before Yom Kippur is not Ma'akad because you see the second Kayin who is the Scan of Kayin that was there as a replacement for the Kayin Gadol, he was only prepared, but it doesn't say that Umafrishim and they separated him aside and made him leave his house for seven days before Yom Kippur. And as we'll see in the Gemara in a few moments, Rabbi Yechron, by the fact that he didn't actually respond to Reish Lakish, it would seem that he was made to the side that the Russia by Shiva Simeon was Ma'akiv. Also, another thing to keep in mind prior to starting the Gemara that there are two places in the Torah that actually discusses the Muliam, the inauguration and the Chinuch of Aaron prior to the Chanukah's HaMishkan once in Tetzavah where the Tzivu regarding the Muliam is discussed just like we had Truman Tetzavah that discussed the Tzivu of making the Aaron and making the entire Mishkan as well as the Big Nikuna and then the Torah discusses the Muliam in Pasha's Sav where the actual Asiyah action is performed that for seven days Moshe Rabbeinu went and trained the Kahanim and he made sure they knew what the Avodah was and then by Hebayah Mashmini Aaron and his children took over from Moshe Rabbeinu on Rish Kodesh which was the eighth day after the start of Shiva Simeon Mluim, and they started doing Davida on their own. And therefore, keep in mind that Pasha Tetzava is almost like Truman Tetzava, which is telling them what to do. And then Pasha Tetzava is like the Yaakov Pekude when they're telling us what they actually did. And our Gemara starts, It's Mashman that both Rabbi Echon and Enri Shlokish agree that by the Pasha Mluim, that everything that's written in the Mluim is going to be Ma'akim. Meaning, we find Benigayim Kachim is a cloud, that not everything that it says about Kachim is Ma'akim. Sometimes things are not ma'akiv. However, bin again Muluyim, everything that's said about that is ma'akiv. The itma, as we learned, Muluyim, there's machlekes bin Gea, the shivas yimei Muluyim, Rabbi Yechon and Chanina, and that machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Chanina. Chadam, one of them says, kolakas bin ma'akiv, and whatever it says by the pasuk Muluyim is actually ma'akiv. Chadam, and one of them says, dovah ma'akiv deris ba'akiv. Any avoda that would be ma'akiv in future generations and for other days that they're doing the avoda in the base mikdash, those avodas and those actions were going to be ma'akiv even. By the Muliam, however, anything that's not Akiv in future generations or at future times when you do similar Avaitis, those Avaitis are not either Ma'akiv even by the Muliam. So the Gemara says, Testaim, I'll bring you right, Rabbi Echon, the Rabbi Echon is the man, where we have Machlekes between Rabbi Echon and Rabbi Chanina, we weren't sure which one was which one, and therefore we say, He's the man that says, Call Kosben Ma'akiben, anything that's written by the Gate of Muliam is Ma'akiv. And how do we notice? May it come the Rabbi Shimon Lakish Rabbi Echon, since Rish Lakish quest Rabbi was Imam If you're learning from the Muluyim, therefore I would say, just like by the Muluyim, any avoid that's discussed, they have to do by the Muluyim, it's actually Ma'akev, and therefore Rabbi Shlokish wants to say to Rabbi 
Kan, the din should be in Kain Gadol prior to Yom Kippur, or by the Kain prior to bringing the Paraduma, the din of Afrasha should be Ma'akib on them. And Rabbi Echelen didn't respond. Now, if Rabbi Echelen held that Benegadim Meluyim, the din is that it's not Ma'akib, and Afrasha is something that's not Ma'akib by Meluyim, then Rabbi Echelen should have just responded back to Rish Lakin and said, I don't agree with you at all. I hold the din of Afrasha is not Ma'akib by Meluyim, and that's why it's not Ma'akib by Kain Gadol prior to Yom Kippur. By the fact he didn't say it, his time it's a good riot, and that's the Mandama. And Rabbi Echelen is the Mandama that says, Kalakosben Ma'akib, anything that's written, Benegadim Meluyim, is Ma'akib, and if you don't do that, there will be a psal in the Avoidah. Now the Gemara says, My Benel, the Maisa we just had a machlekes between Rabbi Yechid and Rechonina. One Mandam says, Kol HaKos Ben Ma'akim, and one says, Not Ma'akim. So L'Chariah, what's Nafkimina? Which Avoidah would be in Nafkimina? And we turn to the Fhei Amenal. Amr Abbezer, Abbezer says, Smicha Ikbenel, the actual action of Smicha would be the Nafkimina between these Shittas. Why is that a Nafkimina? The Mandam, I point to the Mandam that says, Kol HaKos Ben Ma'akim, Ben Smicha Ma'akim, that anything that's written by the Gate of Meluyim that you have to do, you must do, and it's Ma'akim. Therefore, Smicha will be Ma'akim because you have to do Smicha. But the Mandam of Shem Akhluders, a Makaben, Smicha Makva, according to the Mandam that says, anything that's not Makhluders is not going to be Makib, but Igea, the Dinah Meluyim, then Smicha is not Makib because Smicha is not Makhluders. Now, how do you know Luders, Minola, and Makva? How do you know that Luders in future generations that Smicha is not something that will be like Kuva? The Tanya Bixar Brisa, the Samach Vinetza, the Pusik says, the Samach Yadai, Al Rosha Eila, Vinetza Loi, Lechapa Olav. So the Gemara says, Vichi Smicha Micha Peres, Valoi Inka Parla Badam. How do you say that you do smicha and then v'nirza loyit l'chapalav? How can you say there's going to be a kapara and it's nirza through the smicha? Of course, smicha doesn't make it up a kapara. The dam is the kapara shenema ki adam hu ban nefesh yichapa umat hamloim v'sam v'nirza. So therefore, we say that for sure smicha can't be makav. So then, why does it say v'samach v'nirza that once you do smicha, then you have kapara? It's mashba that you have to do smicha. And the Gemara answers shemasal smicha shiur mitzvah that ain't a chenami. The Torah is telling you that even if a person does smicha and he makes it like shiur mitzvah. Like Rashi explains, he doesn't consider it an important mitzvah, and therefore he doesn't do the smicha. Still, that the Torah is teaching you, you're going to have kapara because the dam is what's mechapa. But we consider it as if you weren't mechapa. And Rashi explains that you didn't perform the mitzvah, it wasn't in the best way possible. Now, Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak says another nafkamina between the two shitas, and he says, the nufa been out in Afkamina between these two shittas if, if you didn't wave the carbon there's a din of tnufa and therefore by the Meluyim if you didn't tnufa would it be Ma'akav or not? Lamadam according to Lamadam that says call Kosben Ma'akaben Ma'akva according to the shittah that we said is Rabbi Yechon that says anything that's written by the Gate of is Ma'akav then of course tnufa would be Ma'akav however Lamadam Dabashim Ma'akal Udaris a Ma'akaben then it's Loi Ma'akva because tnufa is not something that's Ma'akal Udaris in fact in Maral Udaris Manolam Loi Ma'akva the Tanya and here we have another Pasuk the Pasuk says and this Pasuk says Vindalu and therefore, since it says it's mashma from the tnufa you get kapara. So the Gemara goes through the same thing again. The kapara comes to dam shenema ki adam hu ba nefesh yichapa umatam aloy l'tnufa l'chapa. If it says l'tnufa that from the tnufa you get kapara, what does that mean? L'chayr it's not ma'akev shemasol l'tnufa shiar mitzvah. Even if someone makes the tnufa like shiar mitzvah, he doesn't consider the mitzvah malav akas kila kipa. The Torah is not happy with it and says it's not a mitzvah but the keeper it's considered that you have kapara and of course the 
carbon will still be good, and by the muyim it would still be good according to that mandama. Rapapa Amar, Rapapa says enough meaning between the two sheets are prisha shiva ikrinau. As we know for certain, benigadim muyim, the Torah says that Aaron and his children should be separate and should have prisha. They have to stay in the oil maid. So is that prisha going to be ma'akiv benigadim muyim or not? And that is enough meaning between these two sheets. Lamandam according to mandama called kos ben ma'akiven. So therefore ma'akva, as we said before, that's the sheet of Rabbi Yechon, and it's going to be ma'akiv because everything's ma'akiv. However, lamandam According to the sheet of Rabchanina, that anything that wasn't Ma'akuladaris is not Ma'akiv, therefore, Prisha Shiva is Loy Ma'akiv, is also not Ma'akiv, because we know that the Prisha of the Kain Dada prior to Yom Kippur, or the Kain of Sapphira, is not Ma'akiv. In fact, Ma'akiv, how do you know that in future generations these two Afrashas are not Ma'akiv? That we don't know from Pasuk, we actually know from the Mishnah. And since when our Mishnah is discussing in the Mishnah the second Kain, the Skan Kain, that will take over from the Kain Gadol if the Kain Gadol becomes possible and it uses terminology which is different than by the Kain Gadol and says Maskinen and it doesn't say the Lashon of Mafrishin therefore we see that there's no din that you have to be Mafrish the second Kain the Skan Kain because it's not Makin so up until this point we had three different Afkaminis Rabbi Yisra says Smicha Rabbi Nachba Yitzchak says Tnufa and Rabbi Papa said Prisha Shiva now Ravina says a fourth Shita and the Afkamina between the two Shitas according to Ravina is Ribu Shiva Umeshicha Shiva Ikabinao is there a din that you need Rebu Begadu, which means does Aaron Akain have to wear all the Shemayin Begadu in the entire seven days of the Shivas Meim and then go and perform his Avoidah by Hibayim Ashbini? And does he need Meshicha, which is to anoint Aaron Akain and his children with oil the entire seven days? Would that be something that's Ma'akav or not? So the Gemara says, according to the Mandam that says anything that's written there is Ma'akav, and therefore both of you are and Fir Shlakish, then this should be Ma'akav. However, according to Rabchanina that says, Therefore, it wouldn't be Makav even by the Shivas Memluim. And the Gemara now asks the same question. How do you know that for future generations that there was no Ikov if you didn't go and take a new Kayin and have Ribuy of Begadim for seven days and the Meshicha of the Shemin Mishcha of the anointing oil for seven days? As Rashi explains, the Shemin Mishcha was that they would place the Shemin Mishcha on his head, between his eyebrows, Zayin to him for seven consecutive days. And how do we know that it's not Makhav? The time we have a b'risa. The chibah kain ashim shech oisa v'ashim malas yadu l'chayin tachasavim in Achrim Mois it says when a kain gadol dies and his son comes and takes over his position and it says you should go and anoint that kain and you should also be malas yadu. Now the lashim malas yadu means that you give him more of begadim which means he goes from a kain that we have four begadim to the kain that we have the shmoyim begadim and then this kain gadol takes over his father and does the avodah on Yom Kippur. So frekimar What's it teaching us? If it's teaching us that the Avodah on Yom Kippur has to be B'Kayin Gadol, but of course the Pasha is speaking about by Aaron all the time. We know it says B'Zoy Siyaveh Aaron and it says B'Nosan Aaron the Hikr of Aaron and then it says Ubo Aaron. So we know that the Kayin Gadol has to do all the Avodah Yom Kippur. So it can't be teaching you that the Kayin Gadol and now the new Kayin Gadol has to do the Avodah Yom Kippur. So the Gemara therefore explains since it says in the Pasuk of the Tzavah Shivas Yomim Yil B'Shem HaKayin Tachtum Yibonav since the Pasuk seems to say Seven days, the kain has to wear the shmoyne begadim when he takes over from his father. So you might think, only el shiva shiva. Maybe the kain gadol, in order to be anointed and appointed as a new kain gadol, he has to wear the shmoyne begadim for seven complete days, and he also has to be anointed with the shemen mishka for seven days in a row. However, nisrabe shiva mechad or nisrabe mechad v'nimshach shiva. Let's say the kain gadol wore the shmoyne begadim for seven days, but he only did the mishicha for one day, or the opposite way, he only wore the shmoyne begadim for one. 
Sunday, and he did the anointing oil to Shemin and Mishcha for seven days, and some of the gears over here that the Shaila is even this Rabbi Yemechad v'Nimshach Yemechad. Let's say he only wore the Shemin begotten for one day, or he only had Mishcha for one day, which means he didn't do both together, or Bafilu Shachas he only did one of them even for one moment, which means he only wore the Shemin begotten for one moment, or he only had the Shemin Mishcha put onto him one time for one moment. Minayin, from where would you know, and how do you know that he would still be considered the kind God of Therefore, the pasuk says, The pasuk in Achim Meish just says that you have to have Mashiach. It seems only for one moment, or if he wears the Shmoyne Begadim, even for a moment, it would still work, and you would be the Kain Gadol. So you see, it's not Ma'akiv Ladaris, and therefore, according to Rab Chanina, it wouldn't be Ma'akiv either for the days of the Shivas Yemayim Lum. Then the Gemara continues that although we said that's not Ma'akiv, but we also have a pasuk that says Shivas Yemayim Yil B'Shem Akayin Tachtim Yivadim. That when a Kain Gadol takes over from his father, that he has to wear the Shemayim Begadim for seven days, and of course that's not Ma'akiv, but Lechatchila, that's what should be done. So the Gemara says Eshkan Ribo Shiva Lechatchila. We find that you need Ribo Begadim for seven days, and that should be the Lechatchila way to do it and the most preferable way to do it. However, how do you know that there's a concept that you have to anoint the Kayin Gadol for seven days when he wants to become a Kayin Gadol that that's the preferable way to do it. Of course, but the evidence you could be Yitzah and it's be good, but how do you know that the Chathila you should do the Shemana Mishka for seven days and the Gemara gives two truths by the fact that Torah says Amid and we just learned that Amid that it says Ashiyim and therefore we said Mikal Makim therefore you would see that the Chathila you really need to do for seven days just the Torah says that you don't have to do it seven days, but the Abed V. But same, or some say the Amukar, the Pasukin Tzitzavah actually says, "Or big that Kol Yishashel Aaron, you Lebon of Achav, Lemashcha Bahem, or Lemali Bamas Yadam." And therefore, the Torah in one Pasuk talks about the Meshicha, which is the anointing, and Lemali Bamas Yadam as wearing the Shmaya Begadim. And therefore, Iskish Meshicha Livribu. We have a hekish between the anointing oil and the Shmaya Begadim. Ma Ribu Shiva, just like by Ribu you need Shiva Lechatchila. Of course, but the evidence not Makav. Meshicha Shiva also by anointing with the Shmaya Mishcha. Really, you need shiva lechatchila, but with the evidence, it works even if you don't do it. And we continue with the Gemara. My time in the manama call a kosvem What's the reason for the manama that says that anything that's written by the gate miluyim it's actually ma'akiv? And we said that this is Rish Lakish and Rabbi Echlan. The Gemara says Amar Bitzur Babisna Amukra. The pasuk says it's itzava v'asisa la'aron ulevan of kacha. You should do to Aaron and his children like this. And although, as we said before, b'negei kachim, not everything is ma'akiv, but by the shivas miluyim, since it says the term of kacha, kacha always means aloshin and the Gemara now is the following question. It's very good that we know that this did of ikuva by the Pasha of Titzava. So anything that says in Pasha Titzava, of the will be ma'akad. As it says, and kacha means ikuva, but that Pasuk is in Pasha Titzava. However, how do you know things that are not said in Titzava, but it's said in Tzav? How do you know that it will be ma'akad as well? Now, what is something that actually is said in Tzav and doesn't say in Titzava? Rashi says that it says by Yitel El Chayshin as Urim Vesatumim. It says you should place into the Chayshin the Urim Vetumim, and that is something that only says in Pasha Tzav, and it does not say it in Pasha Tzav. And I in Rashi it is Bim Taima Af Ba'at Tzav in Nema. It says Bim Sata El Chayshin Mishpat as Urim Vesatumim. So Rashi says Ein Zoom in Pasha Muim. That's not part of the Pasha of the Muim in Pasha Tzav. El Asis Habagadim. That's part of the making of the Begadim. Ovahu and Yana like Siv Kach Likuva. And over there it doesn't say the Lashon Kacha Likuva. And therefore we have no. Raya that is actually a ikuv on the placing of the Urmvatumim into the Chayshin. So the Gemara says, Pesach Pesach. We actually have Xer Shava that since it says the Lashon of Pesach, oil Mayib in Tzav, and it also says such a Lashon in Tzav, and therefore we make
make a limun and gzeir shabu. We say just like in tzava, everything is ma'akim because it says kacha. Therefore, in tzav, the same thing applies that everything is ma'akim, and therefore the placing of the urim v'tumim in the chayshin will be ma'akim. And the Gemara continues and says, although Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak said that you have to have the gzeir shabu pesach pesach, Rabbi Mishashem and Rabbi Mishashem says you don't have to come onto the gzeir shabu because in Pashat tzav it actually says ushma'atam is mishmer shashem. You should guard the actual guarding of Hashem and smash but to do a shmir very well, which is le'ikuva, and therefore according to Rabbi Mishashem. In Pashat Tzavah, you know it's Likuva because it says Kacha. And in Pashat Tzavah, you know it's Likuva because it says Ushmata Mishmeres Hashem. Rabbi Ashi, Rabbi Ashi says the way I know that there's a din of Likuva even in Pashat Tzavah is because the Pasuk actually says in Pashat Tzavah, Kichain Suvesi. That also means that you should do this because this is what I commanded. And therefore, it is also Likuva. The Gemara continues and says, Now the next Pasuk of Kichain Suvesi is not referring to the same Pasuk we just had. The Pasuk we just had of Kichain Suvesi is in Pashat and referring to the Shivas Yimeim Luyim and the Kichain Tzubesi that the Gemara now is going to Ashen is actually in Pasha Shmini when it's talking about the Shmini Limeluyim where Aaron Akayim did the Avodah. Now let's just remember what happened on Shmini Limeluyim. It was Rish Kodesh Nisan and Aaron Akayim started doing Avodah and then Nadav Anviyah died because Bakriva Yitz Zorah Lefnei Hashem. And now although Aaron and his children Elazar and Yisama that were left over were Oynim and generally this then Le'echati Ba'inim Yimeno we know that Maishu Shani you can't eat when you're Onion, and therefore, of course, you can't eat kachim when you're an onion because, of course, kachim is much more common than maizhashini. And still, Moshe Rabbeinu told him, You still have a chiv to eat kachim, you don't have a din of aninos. Now, even though Moshe Rabbeinu told them that, however, Aaron and his children went and they burned the actual Sarizim that came with Chathos, which was brought as the carbon Musaf for Ishkhaidish, and Aaron and felt because it was a carbon Ladarius and it wasn't a carbon Lashar, and therefore there was no heta for them to eat that as Oynim. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't actually realize that, and therefore he went over to Aaron and he was upset at Aaron for not eating the Kachim as he told him to do. And then we found out afterwards that actually Aaron was right and Moshe was wrong. So the Gemara says, it says three different Lashonis of Tzibesi in that Pasha, and therefore we learn, because I commanded you that during the Aninus you should eat all the Kabanas that were coming because it was Shemini Lemuyim. And then it says in the Pasha, that this is something he told them, when they didn't eat the carbon of the Sir Izam Lachatas for Rish Chodesh, Moshe Rabbeinu complained to Aaron and he said, why didn't you eat it if I told you to eat it? And then he said, that Moshe Rabbeinu also said of the that I'm telling you to eat it but it's not that I'm telling you by myself I'm only telling you that even though you're in them you can still eat the Shlomim and the Gemara continues that although that we know that when we were told to make the Big Dekuno there were four Big Dekuno for the Kayin headed and there were eight for the Kayin Gadol and we know one of the four and one of the eight were pants however in Tetzava as well as in Tzav, when it talks about the Shiva Simei and it says that Moshe Rabbeinu should dress Aaron Ubanov, it says all of the different begadim, but it doesn't say anything about dressing them with the pants. So the Gemara says, that since when it starts talking about the Tzivoy of the Muluyim and Pasha Tzav, it's actually talking right after it finished talking about the Big Dekuna, and over there it actually brings down the Mechlesayim, it talks about making the Mechlesayim, and then it continues and it says, this is the thing that you should do, 
in order to be Makabish, Aaron and his children, in order that they should go and be Kahanim. And we therefore learn by the fact that it says, it's going back on the Pasuk that it says in the Tzavah, which is talking about the Mechlesayim, and it's telling you to also dress them with the Mechlesayim. And the Pasuk, by saying, also teaches us the Asir's Efer, that is a din for the Kayin Gadol and the Kayin Hedid to bring a Minchas Chinach, which was the Minchas Chavitin that the Kayin Gadol brought every single day. They would bring it on the day of their inauguration, their initiation to be Kayanim. They would also bring the Asir's Efer. So the Gemara says, Bishloim Mechlesayim Ksiva Binyan and Begadim. The reason why we understand Mechlesayim Pants is because it says this Pasuk bin Gay Begadim, as we explained. El Asir's Efer, Minal, and how do you know it is the din of Minchas Chinach? The Gemara says, Asir's Ezezer. We learn out the word Vizar Dava, and it also says, Vizar, carbon, iron, and bottom. And therefore, we have a Xer Shava. Just like over there, it's talking about a serious Efer, a bit of Gay, the Minchas Chavita, and of the Kayin Gadol, and of the Kayin. So therefore, we say that that also is applicable also to the Shiva Simei and to Shmini Lumalim. How do we know that at the beginning of the Shiva Simei Moshe Rabbeinu had to get up and actually read from the Torah the Pasha of the Tzava in order for it to work? Otherwise, it would have been Makam. Tamalim, it says in the Pasha. Moshe said to the congregation, This is the thing that Kaj Baruch commanded, and therefore he says, Even the Diva saying over and reading the Pasha of the Tzaba is also going to be Ma'akim. We know that Moshe Rabbeinu dressed Aaron Ubanam. Now, what was the Seder that he dressed them? So the Gemara said, What's the question how he dressed them? Whatever happened, happened. How will Moshe Rabbeinu dress them? Even when we have the third base of English, when Aaron Ovanu come back, and then Moshe Rabbeinu will come with them and will tell us what to do. Elder Gemara says, The reason why we're asking how do we actually dress them is because we have to understand Sukkim in the Torah is actually going to be a steer in the Torah and we have two different mandamim to explain how to understand how they would dress and therefore it's actually Lima in the Torah and that's important to understand what the Torah means. So it has no shaykhs and no halachic ramifications but we still have to understand the Torah. On that, the Gemara says, There was machlekes between the children of Chia and Rabbi Echon. Chadam, and one says, Aaron, that Moshe Rabbeinu dressed Aaron with all of the Shemite Begadim, and then afterwards he started on his children and he dressed all of the children. And one says, Aaron He dressed Aaron and his children at one time. And we'll see what the Gemara means by Babas Achas. Of course, Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't dress five people at one shot. But the Gemara says, For sure, by the Ksayinsum and Sefes, it went the order was he dressed Aaron with the Ksayin Simitzafis and then he dressed his children with the Ksayin Simitzafis. The Bein B'Tzavah or Bein B'Asiyah Aaron Kodim because both in the Pesukah that talks about the Tzavah which is in Pashat Tzavah and in Dasiyah of the Shivas Miriam Luyim in Pashat Tzavah Aaron is first mentioned and therefore we know Aaron was first and then his children. Ki Pligi Ba'avnit the only Machlekes is Benigay the actual Avnit Benigay the Gatel Man Da'om Aaron the one that says that he first put on the Avnit onto Aaron and all of his other begotten and then he put onto his children all of Begadim as well as the Avnei Tichsev it says in the Pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu tied Aaron Akoyin with the Avnei and that's in Pashat Sab when he did the Asiyah and then in Pashat Sab it says then he tied the children with the Avnei however the one that says Aaron and the children were done in one time which means that he first put on all the Begadim onto Aaron aside from the Avnei and then on his children he put on all the Begadim except for the Avnei and except for the Gatol and then afterwards he did Aaron and Bonav as we explain later on what Babas Achas means. And how do we know that Moshe Rabbeinu actually placed the gatel on Aaron and his children Babas Achas? Because the Chsivit says in the Pasuk, in the Tzavah, the Gate of Tzivu of Shiva Simeon Luyim, 
to Isam, and the Pasik actually says, you will tie them Avnate, Aaron, Ubadam. So you're talking about Aaron and his children, and it says you're going to tie them all at the same time. Now the Gemara is, according to this that says that he did Aaron and Ubadam in one time, we have a Pasik that says, you see that it was separate times. You see that it was Aaron first, and then the children, and we turn to Davav Amenav, and the Gemara says, Amalacha, he'll respond to you, when Moshe Rabbeinu placed the Avnet on Aaron and his children, he placed it at the same time. But the reason why the Torah specifies that it was a separate Avnet, but the Geir Aaron was a separate Avnet, but the Geir children, is because each Avnet was different. The Avnet of the Kain Gadol was Shatnes, it was actually a mixture of wool and linen together. However, the Avnet of the Kain Hedid actually never says what it was made out of. And therefore, according to this Mandama, it's teaching us in the Torah that it actually was a different Avnet, it was only made of linen, and it was not Shatnes. However, says that Moshe Rabbeinu placed all of the big day Aaron, all the Shemite begotten on Aaron, and then only afterwards he placed all of the begotten on his children, but the Pasuk in Tetzavah says, so you see that Moshe Rabbeinu tied on the Avnit to both of them, the Aaron and his children at the same time. On that, the Gemara says, he responds to you, and that teaches us exactly the opposite. The fact it was trying to tell us the thing, that the Avnit of Kain Gadol was Shatnis and the Avnit of his children, the Kain Hadjaitis, were also made out of Shatnis. And that's why in Pashat Sav it says, V'chagata Isam Avnit. But then in Pashat Sav it says, V'yaka Isam Avnit. And then it says, V'yaka Isam. Lumly, why does the Torah say two separate dinim of putting on the Avnit, L'chayre, with the same exact Avnit? On that, Gemara says, Shmamina, from there we learn, Aaron V'achach Bonam, that the state of gain dress was, Moshe Rabbeinu placed all the Shemayinu Begadim on Aaron, including the Avnit, and then only if they finished all the big day kuna, then he went and he put it on the big day kuna, the four big day kuna onto his children. And the Gemara we just said that this is a man that said that Moshe Rabbeinu actually placed all the abnators of the Kayin God of Aaron and of his children at one time. How could that possibly be? It's impossible. On that, the Gemara says, What that man just means is that first Moshe Rabbeinu went and took seven of the begotten and put them on Aaron and got him dressed. He left off the abnate. And then Moshe Rabbeinu went to his children and to the Kayin Hedaitis and he got them dressed with three of their begotten and he left off the Avnit again. And then he went and he took the Avnit of Kayin Gadol of Aaron and put it on Aaron and only afterwards he went and put the Avnitis onto the Kayin Hedaitis, onto his children. That was the Seda according to the Amanda Omar and we will stop over here.